Welcome to the Show Me Education Podcast. Join us as we share best practices and show you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. The mission of the Show Me Education Podcast is to share stories that resonate with you and allow you to walk away feeling energized and inspired to improve education in your own community. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the learning. Welcome to this edition of the Show Me Education podcast. This week, our topic is teacher retention. I am Ted Huff, and you can reach me on Twitter at Ted Hiff. My guest, Shelly Parks, you can be reached at Shelly Parks 5. Our Show Me Education media, you can reach us at Show Me Education and hashtag Show Me Education. Today, you will hear from a leading Missouri classroom teacher as she addresses the issue of teacher retention in Missouri and across the country. Teacher retention has become a very important topic in education today. Hiring, supporting, training, and retaining high-quality teachers is paramount as we experience a larger percentage of teachers retiring and or leaving the profession. In this episode, Shelley takes a positive perspective on the issue. Shelley discusses several areas of teacher retention, including pandemic struggles, need for local and state and national action, retention, and important link to families and communities, and why teachers are remaining in education today. I look forward to sharing you this episode, why Shelley tells us why we need to retain our Missouri teachers. So welcome to this episode of the Show Me Education podcast. Uh, I would like to introduce this episode's guest, uh, Mrs. Shelley Parks. Shelley is a 20-year veteran in the field of education. Uh, she has been teaching at Franktown North High School since 2002. She coached girls basketball for seven years and currently serves as the English department chair at Francis L. North High School. For 19 years, Shelley has served as a student council sponsor, teaching over 100 members of each leadership skills and how to promote change using their voices. She is a national board certified teacher who has received numerous awards, including the Emerson, Emerson Excellence in Teaching Award, and she is Missouri's 2019 Teacher of the Year. Shelly, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ted. Absolutely, absolutely, Shelly. And so, Shelly, I know um, a platform that is near and dear to your heart is teacher retention. It is, yes, and especially now, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, and in our current um, arena of education with the pandemic, uh, it has really uh, been elevated to a great, great importance. And so, uh, we want to kind of talk about that today. So, audience, our topic is teacher retention, and I have a few questions that I want to. Um, talk to Shelly about. So Shelly, let's, let's go ahead and kick these things off. So Shelly, what are some struggles that pandemic has highlighted that have made staying in the profession a challenge for you? Yeah, you know, I think it's, and I, I feel like we hear this a lot, but obviously teachers were heroes in the spring of 2020. And so you had that moment, but then you had that quickly replaced by feelings of frustration um, depending on the mode of learning that each school district decided and determined, which obviously as teachers, we didn't feel like we had a lot of control over, right? Um, but we were the ones that sort of felt like we were taking the heat for decisions we hadn't made in terms of learning. Um, and so then we just feel like the teaching profession has taken a hit. I mean, everybody sort of has an opinion on teaching now and what should we teach and what shouldn't we teach? And there's just this conflict. Um, and so that's been really hard. 
uh, sort of the morale around teaching. But then you take some of the practical things like the fact that we have a sub shortage. And so teachers are, you know, feeling guilty to be taking sick days or to take a personal day because they know that their colleagues are going to be the ones covering their classes on their planning periods um, or the sub isn't going to fill. And so then people are scrambling the day of. I mean, that practically is a problem and logistically is a problem, but then also emotionally because you're feeling this guilt as a teacher. Um, then you think of the mit mitigation measures that people have taken because of COVID. And there's been stark division over that within our communities too, you know? So it's, it's those kind of things. And then juggling kids being in and out of your classroom because they're on quarantine or they're, they're sick and they're coming back and they've been behind and um, our students struggling socially and emotionally and academically, um, you know, teachers will tell you that um, motivation is even sort of a struggle for some of our kiddos. And so when you think about all of that and then you hear learning gaps and don't overwhelm, but balance and political divides and finances and budgets have been cut and all that kind of stuff, it just feels like a lot of weight on our shoulders. Wow. So Shelly, how are you doing with all of those things that you, you just talked about? I mean, that is a lot on your plate aside from your regular day-to-day -day, um, activities as a teacher. Yeah, you know, and you said it too, I'm a 20 year veteran and I feel that um, this year. And so I have, you know, teachers younger than me who are feeling that. We have people who um, have left the profession in my building and even mid year, which you just never saw before. Um, people who aren't just trying to um, flip flop districts, but people who are saying, I have got to get out of education who have gone and gotten these degrees and spent time and thousands and thousands of dollars on that just saying, I'm done, I can't do it. And so if I know as a 20 year veteran who feels pretty confident in myself in this career is feeling the weight of that, I can't imagine how our other people are feeling. Well, I know how they're feeling, they're struggling big time. That's huge, Chili, because that is, that is our reality that we have teachers that are new to the profession, less than five years are walking away from the profession, even more like maybe 10, 15 years, they're just walking away, like you said, not another district to go to, they're just saying, I'm turning, I'm calling it quits. Or I'm heading to corporate world. Cause I think I read an article the other day um, or maybe actually, I think it was um, Missouri's commissioner Van Dieven said, you know, she believes that everybody, um, everybody, teachers can do everything but not everybody can be a teacher. And that was her comment and I really liked that but, but corporations and people are picking up teachers because teachers have lots of different skills. You know, good communication, they're good time managers, they've got good organization. And so there's a lot of skills that make you marketable in other professions, um, which isn't so good for the teaching profession, obviously. No, because uh, teachers are leaving and we're not seeing large numbers of moving into the field. That's right. So. And you cited, Ted, you mentioned, but Missouri's teacher retention data is really low. I mean, we've got the first five years and we only keep 48% of our teaching workforce beyond five years. That's not even half. And that was, I think that was in 2019 that I looked at that. I could be wrong. So I, I don't know, but I think that was pre-pandemic even. So I don't know what it looks like now. I'd be right. interested. So that leads me to my next question, Shelly. So are you seeing some steps being taken at the local and state level to improve teacher retention? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you've probably seen some of the same things I have, but I have seen districts giving from ESSER funds some stipends. Um, you know, I've seen different types of stipends, but stipends for teachers because they know that they've added more to their plates. Um, so some districts have done that. I've seen obviously a greater awareness of uh, focus on mental health. And so I know that some districts that I've heard of have offered counseling services to their teachers. 
Um, lots of people are offering different types of like recommendations for mental health and, you know, um, putting out a lot of more information on it for teachers. I think I read an article the other day that talked about how many Missouri schools are shifting to a four day school week. And so, and I think that that is in part to recruit, but I also think it's to retain. And so um, I, I think it's lots of um, our districts are at least considering that. Um, I'm not sure how much around our area, Ted, in St. Louis, but I have, I have seen others. So some of those things from districts, but then, you know, obviously we've heard our governors talk about raising teacher salary and the need to do that. And so that was a big push and they're having conversations about it. Um, our state board of education has made teacher recruitment and retention one of their top legislative priorities, which I think is great. And then um, I read the other day that they have announced a blue ribbon commission that they are, I think it's maybe 17 to 22 members um, who are high quality experts around our state are gonna be talking about this topic. And so that I think is important. I think it's definitely rising to the top of people's priority list, which I think is good. And nationally, we can see the same thing. Everybody's talking about it and it's a fear and it's a worry. It's just, what do we do, right? Right. So that's, you made some uh, really interesting points there, Shelley, that's, it's important that the governor is, you know, taking action, that the State Board of Education is taking action. I, I agree that raising the base um, teacher salary in Missouri, um, that's huge because outlying areas um, aren't, you know, uh, aren't compensated as well as, you know, your urban and suburban areas. And I think right. across the state, we need to, we need to take care of that. So. And we have teachers in our state that are still making, that are starting at $25,000 a year. Which when you look at that, Ted, like you go by signs and I know that I do fast food signs that it's like, we're starting at $15 an hour. We're starting whatever. Teachers could make more money doing a job where they go in and they don't bring work home and they don't bring, you know? And so then it's like, then, then what's our, what are we going to do to change that? And that $25,000. But the other thing that you said is all of our surrounding states have addressed, that's my bell. Sorry. All of our surrounding states have addressed the teacher salary, like the low low end of the teacher salary, and we have not in Missouri for years and years and years. Well, good, good. I'm glad to see that that's that, that's happening because you know we ne- you know we need to take care of our teachers. We need to take care of them. You know, like you said, the the social emotional piece, um, and just that bring that credibility, you know, um, to where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, and you and I know this from being in our location. Teachers can drive across the state to Illinois and get paid you significantly more as a starting teacher, right? So, I mean, when you're looking at those close to the borders or Kansas or any of our bordering states, then if they can just drive a little bit and, and make a higher salary, why wouldn't they? Exactly, exactly. So I think I think we're taking the right step to, to improve yes. so that Missouri can retain our teachers. That's, That's right. Good. Okay, so Shelly, what are some ways you specifically have been trying to improve the working conditions for teachers, um, particularly how hard it's been with the pandemic and sub shortage? Yeah, you know, I would love to talk about pre-pandemic a little bit because I feel like that this has been on my heart even before the pandemic. And so, you know, just um, I'm a mom of four and thinking about how to like juggle this job with being a parent. A lot of us think, you know, it's it's a great job for being a parent and it is, there's, there's no denying that, but it is sort of hard and we see these young teachers leaving. And oftentimes, at least with my experience, I have seen so many of my young teachers leave once they've had kids of their own, because they feel like that it's a profession where we tell people, you know, we're here to take care of other people's kids, but we sometimes do it at the expense of our own. And so one of the things that I was able to work on with actually um, Senator um, Doug Beck, 
and Representative Paula Brown. I went and spoke with them. This was during my teacher of the year time, uh, 2019, pre-pandemic, but we were able to to finally, this, this coming fall, get legislation passed that is going to protect teachers who come back from maternity leave who would still like to um, pump milk during the school day if they want to keep nursing their child. Um, they'll have space and time to do that within the school day, which is a real gift. I mean, and I know that that doesn't help all of our teachers, retain all of our teachers, but it is helpful in that area for them to feel like I don't have to choose one, you know, one group of kids over the other. And so super excited about that. Desi just put out the model um, for that and that'll come true this coming fall. That'll be a reality. So that's good. And then I just think, you know, we have a responsibility as veteran teachers to advocate. And so reaching out to the school board and saying things like people are really struggling in our, in our schools with um, not having COVID leave. And so you're, you're making us feel like we have to make a moral decision. If I'm a little congested, am I going to come to school where, you know, am I going to test? What's the, what's the incentive for doing that? I don't want to make kids sick, but you know, how do we do that whenever we know that people are out of days and they're going to be docked. And so really reaching out and interacting with the school board about the need for COVID leave. Um, we also did the Missouri state teacher of the year chapter did um, a survey where we asked teachers what they needed. And then we had this unique opportunity, three of the teachers of the year, uh, to go talk to Missouri principals and to say, here's what teachers are feeling. Here's what they're saying. Of course, we know principals are feeling this too. The data doesn't look any better for retaining principals or for principals leaving the profession. They're stressed and overwhelmed, and I can't even imagine their job right now. But to be able to share with them, here's how teachers are feeling. Here's what they're saying. Where can we kind of um, work together to make this uh, more manageable? And so just advocating for people in different ways has been sort of an opportunity. Well, Shelly, I appreciate that. I appreciate your voice um, at the local level and the state level because uh, you know you are in a position where you can um, reach out to your contacts at the local and state level and, you know, and, and have their ear and say, uh, we need to talk about this because it's a very important platform that is, as you said, as I said, it's close to your heart. The teacher retention, like you said, pre-pandemic and now um, has always been, has been a concern. Yeah. And it's been nice that they've been, people have been willing to listen. You know, the, um, the legislators did listen and the, and our principals were open ears and open minds. And so people care, um, people care what teachers have to say. Sometimes we convince ourselves that people don't. And so we don't speak up, you know? And so I think that that's a balance too. Okay. So Shelly, we've talked about teacher attention in relation to teachers, uh, I'm going to take that a little, a little further, okay? So why do you think the topic of retaining teachers is so important for students and school communities? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I think one of the things that we just say over and over it is every student deserves access to a high quality teacher. And so then when people are talking about things like um, lowering standards, I think for some of us, that makes us panic. We don't want lower we don't want lower standards for who are who's going to be in front of our children and who's shaping the future of our education. And so um, knowing that with that in mind and knowing that our kids deserve that, then it's it's a moral obligation, in my opinion, to make sure that we have high quality teachers. Um, we said this earlier, we do not retain teachers in the state of Missouri at a great rate beyond five years. But then for me, and I think lots of teachers would say, I didn't even hit my stride at the first five years. I was still figuring so many things out okay. about, yes. right? Oh. And I mean, that's still so new. And so then, you know, maybe by year seven or eight, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of getting the hang of this. 
So if we have them leave before they've even hit their stride, then kids are missing out on this real opportunity. And of course, new teachers are amazing. They have their own excellent um, set of strengths that they bring. But still, to have all this professional development and mentoring and time invested in our new teachers, then to have them turn around and leave. I mean, that's cost, that's cost um, prohibitive anyway, right? Like that's a problem. And then, you know, I just think of, um, I think of the fact that I know families in our community because I've had kids and then their siblings and then another sibling and then younger. And I am that age where kids are saying, you had my aunt in class. And so anyway, (laughs) just, you just become part of the fabric of the community. And so I think then you miss that if people aren't in the classroom and if people aren't building into the, you know, school community and the, and the outside community. Also, you know, personally, I have really uh, made important in my career to recruit other people to join me in the profession. And so like in our school right now, I'm so proud because we have in my department, I hired two former students who are now my colleagues. And we have a math teacher who was one of my student council kids before. And so I think of all these things like I have convinced these people to join us in this profession. How do we make it amazing? Because I don't want to lose them. They're incredible. Shelly, that's huge because I think about just with the, with the pandemic and teachers being out because of um, being quarantined or, and then students, the kiddos are having multiple teachers throughout the school day or uh, they're having a long-term sub or, and, and so they're, they're missing out on their real education. So I think, yeah, you know, parents and students realize that. And so they, they support this, they support this, this, um, this charge for teacher retention. And even that idea that, you know, for some of our kids, when their teacher's not there that day, they're going to have a worse day because they don't have their teacher in the classroom. And so just the relationships that our teachers are building with our kids, the fact that I can tell you who's, which kids in my classroom are having a tough day, are a little bit off, need some extra support and help, like that is, um, that is a, an important part of it. And if we have our teachers walk out and then we have somebody come in mid-year who hasn't built that relationship from the beginning, or, you know, I just, I just think we're missing out on a lot of different, like um, maybe non-tangible things that aren't quite academic, but just other skill sets that our veteran teachers have that if they walk out of the classroom, then that's, that's hard to retrain and relearn and expensive. Oh my gosh, it is because it is an investment and you want, and you want, uh, once you build that relationship with that, that new teacher, you know, you bring them into your school. Think about all the things we do to bring them into, you know, at North High, what you do to bring them into the community to understand, um, you know, um, Night Pride and, and, and how that works, right? Mm-hmm. And then so there, that's a lot of investing that you do as a colleague, as a building, as a district. And so when you lose those teachers, um, it's expensive. It is. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. No doubt about it. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so my last question is, uh, what is it that helps you make the choice to continue to stay in the profession? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's important to know that our teachers do have choices. I said this earlier, but they are marketable and people all over are looking for skilled professionals who have these. So I think, you know, ultimately feeling valued. And I think school leaders really play a big part in that. I think the school community, I think the outside community really plays a part in helping teachers feel valued. Well, that is one thing that keeps me in the profession. The fact that it is so meaningful, the relationships that we have with our kids. I can't imagine going to a job where every single day you didn't feel 
like you had some sort of breakthrough moment or some sort of powerful moment with, with another human who there's, you know, a kid who tells you like, I think I'm reading this better. I think I'm thinking through this better. You know, um, one kid came in my classroom today. I'm so excited. We get our new books. Like it's just, there's just so much joy in the profession that I just, I can't imagine a job that didn't have those moments all the time. I think we get spoiled and I think we forget they don't happen in every profession. You know, um, I think we have such an, an obligation and a responsibility and a privilege to impact every other profession. Like, I have kids in my class who are going to become engineers. I have kids who are going into medicine, but they're preparing to do that because we're helping guide them, which is so meaningful to me. Um, kids are incredible. They're funny. They're hilarious. They're smart. They're challenging. They push me to grow and be better. And I just think um, that's super fun. And then the job's new every day. There's no day that I walk in and I'm like, this is what today's going to look like because it's not. And so it's new and different and it's fun and that makes it a challenge. And then I will say like, there is no better people um, to surround yourself with than educators because people love kids. They're in this work because they feel like it's a calling and because they feel like it's a vocation, not a job. And so I am surrounded by inspiring, uplifting, incredible colleagues, school leaders. It's amazing. And then the outside community. Like I have so many friends and so many families that we've met and connected with because we're all connected to this school and we all are caring about our kids' education. So it's just this extension of real, like your family life um, that makes it way more than a job. And you know, Shelly, um, we're in one of the few professions that you really can see um, kids grow over time. You know, you, you said, you know, you said like you, you've got student council members that are in your, in your building teaching your former students that are in the building. They're teaching alongside you. Now you're seeing them go, even if we don't see them, you know, you see them at the gas station or you see them on vacation. We see them on vacation, right? That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so um, mm-hmm. people, I mean, we sometimes forget uh, the impact that we have on the future of our country. And, and so I think because of that and the joy that you said, the joy, the joy that we get from this profession is incredible. And because of that, we really need to respect all of our teachers across the state of Missouri and beyond, and we need to do what's best for them and talk and do the things you've talked about, the initiatives that you've, you've, you've talked about putting in place, things that you know they're in place with our Missouri legislator, um, legislators and the governor. And so um, the future looks brighter. And I think, um, you know, we are, we're, we're going to get there slowly but surely, but we need the advocates and the advocacy uh, to stay strong so we can support our teachers. I think you're right, Ted. I think you summarized that super well. Um, it's a great place to be. And so, you know, I definitely don't, uh, I think sharing, shedding light on this is what's important because I think our teachers deserve it and our really our kids deserve it because they want to keep their teachers, right? They do. And so, yeah, I think the more we talk about it, I think that there's the temptation to say, oh, but it's so negative. Why are we talking about this? You know, let's just focus on the positives. But I feel like we don't have the hard conversations then we don't move forward in a direction that makes this really good for our kids. So we have to have hard conversations. That is true. That is true. Oh. Shelly, anything else you want to, you want to share with our audience on teacher retention before we, before we wrap up our, our episode? I don't think so. I, I guess the only thing I would say is Desi has some really good um, resources on their website that just talk about a teacher workforce data and a lot more if people want to dig into it a little bit more about why teachers in particular, say that they're leaving, you know, the profession. So 
if I were a school leader, I might dig into that and say like, here's why people are saying they're leaving and what kind of things can we do to combat that? But um, no, I think, I mean, there's some good resources out there, but um, no, I think that's it. Thank you so much for having me, Ted. And thanks for bringing light to the conversation. Absolutely, Shelly. You know, um, I really appreciate your your friendship. Also the, the professionalism that you bring to our, our, um, our world of teaching. And so it's, it's been a pleasure uh, to me uh, for me uh, to get to spend time talking to you about teacher retention. It's huge. It's important. And so I just want to thank you for joining us today and uh, looking forward to talking to you again pretty soon. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thanks, Shelly. We'll talk soon. Shelly, I want to thank you again for joining us on Show Me Education podcast and being my guest. And again, teacher retention, very important topic. As a reminder, uh, I'm Ted Huff, and you can find me on Twitter at Ted Hiff. Show Me Education, you can find us at Show Me Education and hashtag Show Me Education. And of course, you can find Shelly at, at Shelly Parks 5. If I could take a second just to kind of reflect on the conversation I had with Shelly, what I think is very important to note is our teachers do not want to leave the classroom. They would rather remain in the profession they love. Teaching is a true calling. Shelly explained how we can support our teachers on the local and state level. You know, when you identify the concerns, conditions, and support teachers have today, then you can begin addressing them and provide the necessary support and resources. Shelly mentioned that here in Missouri, the governor and legislators are working to increase the base salary for teachers by $10,000. This is just a start. This is just the beginning. We can't stop there. And with a retention rate of only 48% beyond year five of teaching, we need to drastically take a look at what we do in this state to retain high quality teachers. Shelley was positive and optimistic in talking about this very critical issue, which we need to, which we need to move forward and support our teachers. You know, she helped provide perspectives on teacher retention and what we can do to keep teachers in the field of education today. This is what we need to support our teachers, our children, our families, and our communities. You know, I'm signing off here. Until then, keep up the great work. Thank you for listening to the Show Me Education podcast. Be sure to share your learning from the show with others. The Show Me Education podcast is a collaborative project between the Regional Professional Development Centers of Missouri with a vision of sharing best practices and showing you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. Please subscribe to the show to catch all the wonderful content coming your way. Thank you.